0: Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Well, it's summer here in Maine, but it's a summer that anyone living today has never seen before. The pandemic has kept a lot of people home from work or working from home, and the normally slower days of summer are even slower for many folks. That provides an opportunity to listen again, perhaps with a tad more attention, to some past shows from the Electronic Cottage archives. Here's one. This one is at least as relevant now as it was back in September of 2019, when it was first broadcast. Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Fall is in the air, and so is a new contest if you're interested. Facebook, Microsoft, the Partnership on AI Coalition, and researchers from seven universities have announced the Deep Fake Detection Challenge. Huh? What, you may reasonably ask, are we talking about? Here is what the contest's website says Quote, When new forms of misinformation emerge, we need new efforts to combat them. New technologies like deepfakes, where realistic, AI-generated videos show real people doing and saying fictional things, are a huge technical challenge. Deepfake technologies are rapidly evolving and are getting incredibly hard to detect. Adversaries creating fake content and the platforms finding it are competing in something comparable to a high-stakes, fast-moving chess game. No single organization can solve this on their own." End quote. Even this bunch of high-powered techies can't do it alone, so they've set up this challenge to enlist the help of techie white hats everywhere. In the FAQ section of the site, we find this, quote, What is the goal of this challenge? Answer: The AI technologies that power deepfakes and other tampered media are rapidly evolving, making deepfakes so hard to detect that at times even human evaluators can't reliably tell the difference. The Deepfake Detection Challenge is designed to incentivize rapid progress in this area by inviting participants to compete to create new ways of detecting and preventing tampered media. End quote. Okay, we get what the contest is about, but why are so-called deepfakes such a big deal anyway? Well, as hinted at in the rationale for the deep Fate detection challenge, technology today is available that can essentially make people look and sound as if they said or did something that they never said or did. 35 years ago or so, Whole Earth Review had a story about rural sheepherders in Europe, illustrated with a very bucolic photo of a herder with a staff accompanying his flock out to a lush meadow. There was a problem, however. There were telephone wires in the photo. So, Whole Earth, using some of the most powerful computers of the day and a lot of time, digitally removed the wires from the photo. When this was discovered, there was an enormous hubbub as some people figured out that from there on out, it would be impossible to tell if the images in a photo were real or if they'd been digitally manipulated. Today, The phone that most people carry in their pocket or purse could accomplish a similar task in minutes. It's commonplace these days for politicians to scream that their words were taken out of context, or maybe that their words were edited, if a quote shows them saying something that a lot of people don't like. But that is rapidly becoming technically analogous to the phone wires in the Whole Earth Catalog photo. It's easy enough these days to take out part of what someone said to create the impression that the words meant the opposite of what the person really meant. But what if a person never said any of what their voice or image seems to have them saying? Now we're in the world of deep fakes. If you'd like to see an example of a deep fake video, we've posted a link to one that will stun almost anyone who sees it. It's on the page for today's program at www.weru.org under the Archives menu for Long-Term Archives. We encourage you to take a look. Many politicians have become aware of the danger to our political process that deepfake audio and video clips can generate. In September of 2018, for example, several congresspeople, including the head of the House Intelligence Committee, sent a letter to then Director of National Intelligence, Dan Coats, which pointed out, quote, Hyper-realistic digital forgeries, popularly referred to as deepfakes, use sophisticated machine learning techniques to produce convincing depositions of individuals doing or saying things they never did, without their consent or knowledge. By blurring the line between fact and fiction, Deepfake technology could undermine public trust in recorded images and videos as objective depictions of reality. You have repeatedly raised the alarm about disinformation campaigns in our elections and other efforts to exacerbate political and social divisions in our society to weaken our nation. We are deeply concerned that deepfake technology could soon be deployed by malicious foreign actors. End quote. We've heard a lot about claims of fake news by some of our politicians already. Most of those claims have been totally untrue and have been shown to be untrue. But what happens when fake news claims might actually be fake news, when it looks like a person saying something reprehensible, and when it's exceedingly difficult to tell the difference, at least immediately, between a real statement and a deep fake? We're now facing the problem of the whole earth doctored photo on a whole new level. Combine dynamic deepfakes of video and audio with the incredible reach of social media and we have a real problem as we look toward the next election. Though we here at the Electronic Cottage are not in the prediction business, we'd bet a milkshake or two that at least some deepfakes are going to create a serious problem between now and November 2020. In fact, in a non-political context, they already have. A CEO of a large company in England got a phone call from his boss, the CEO of his parent company in Germany, telling him to transfer a $243,000 payment to what turned out to be a non-existent company. In fact, he got not one, but three calls from his supposed boss. And in each case, the CEO in England swore he was talking to his boss who he knew personally. His boss's voice, of course, was a computer produced deep fake. We can only hope that someone rises to the deep fake detection challenge and gives us a reliable way to detect deep fakes quickly. And we'll follow whatever progress develops in that quest right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.